Right, welcome to AZ Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bing. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at AZ Sports. You like our Facebook page, our YouTube, our Instagram, Twitch. We are Nashville's on demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness 115 minute workout. Equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout's free. Wilson County Hyundai. If you want a new ride, head out to Lebanon. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings across the mid-state at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute. BoneAndJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Again, uh, BoneAndJointTN.org. So, Zach, Tim Tebow is back in our lives. We'll talk about Pecorine and how great that finale, that send-off was last night in Bridgestone Arena uh, for Pecorine, who's been the Preds starter for well over a decade in goal. UC Soros taking over this season and playing at a high level, but Pekka's contract is up. We'll talk about that later on. So, Zach, Tim Tebow, when you saw the report yesterday that it's now – actually going to happen. We heard the workout happened right before the draft, but now Tim Tebow signing a one-year deal to be a Jacksonville Jaguar tight end. How did you feel? Man, I, I kind of was like, you know, I questioned it. It's like, why is this happening? I understand why it is, right, and the ins and outs and, and the, the network of it. But then I really, I had to go look up. I'd be like, man, Tim Tebow, he's got to be like my age. Because I saw him in college. Yes. You guys were in college around the same time. Yeah. Me and Tebow, you know, and I, I saw him, you know, him cry. The reason, and I'll go into my Tim Tebow thing, but I, I did see Tim Tebow in college. He, he's right around my age. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm definitely off put. I don't watch the SEC network because I think Tim Tebow is a terrible uh, announcer, analyst yeah. guy. Yep. I think he's a great guy and dude, right? Like, I mean, that, and nobody questions that, but that's not what he, what he, what we're judging him on, right? Can he play football? Do I know he's still jacked? He's still in shape. He still takes well, care of his body. Can he play in the NFL at a position that really he's never played before? I, I, I don't know. I, it was head scratching of, is this just a publicity stunt? And why is Urban Meyer pulling publicity stunts right out of the gate as a new head coach in the NFL? Right. Um, and so Tim Tebow, while he might be working out really hard in whatever local gym he's currently in the city of, that doesn't mean he can go out there and play football, right? He's been been playing baseball at the minor league level for the Mets for a decent amount of time. And if we all remember this time last year, we were talking about the Michael Jordan 30 for 30 of the difference of being basketball shape and basketball strong and baseball strong. Like, I don't know if baseball strong translates to football strong. You got there. It's different. And so I don't, I don't care if he's been working out. Can he play tight end? You know, does he have the physicality at the, and the body at 33 or 34 years old where he has not been playing football for eight years. It's crazy. No one says he hasn't been given a roster spot yet. LOL. Well, he's been reported that he's going to sign a con a one-year deal. Obviously he has to make the team. We'll talk about that later on. Jeff Rubel says no talk of Eric Fisher to the Colts. No, Tim Tebow moves the needle. So 
Is that why Urban Meyer is signing Tim Tebow? Because he moved the needle? Because Dom brings this up that Tim Tebow, and I don't disagree with him at all. Dom brings this up if I can find uh, his, his uh, comment. T Tebow equals entitlement and privilege. Because the guy can go eight plus years without playing in the NFL and his college head coach gets an NFL job and all of a sudden that guy wants to sign Tim Tebow when nobody else for the last eight years wanted to touch Tim Tebow in the NFL. So it's it's I, I think it's pretty ridiculous that Urban Meyer thinks that signing Tim Tebow is a good idea right now. Well, it's who you know, not what you know. Uh, in, 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 in every space, across the world, in every space, that's true. But you have to acknowledge it when it happens, right? Right. And this, and, is, this is what happened. But he he built the relationship. He built the trust between the coach. And now opportunity has been thrown his way because of that relationship, right? If Tebow hated Urban Meyer, he wouldn't be in this spot. But that's not the case, right? So I, I it's I go back to that. I don't fault Tim Tebow, and I don't fault Urban Meyer for this. And look, publicity stunt, right? Is this the right team to get some juice towards at the beginning of this season of the new era of Duval? Yes, it is. Like, I, I don't think that will it work? Will he be this unbelievable tight end? No, probably not. But will it get butts in seats and money in the pocket of the owner right out of the gate? Probably, right? And I want to bring up this comment. Rob okay. says, Meyer wants – Tebow for leadership. I actually think the absolute opposite. He didn't need him for leadership. I actually think it could hurt the team because Tim Tebow doesn't know NFL football. You can't go in there and lead a group of men when your ass has been sitting in a booth for eight years and has had zero success besides a slant route to Demarius Thomas in a playoff game however many years ago, close to a decade ago. You get no respect out of the gate. So you cannot yeah. lead. And also, we know this from experience. We've been inside the locker room. I've been covering the football for the Titans for 10-plus years. That leadership role is earned. Lawan had his captain's patch taken away, right? It is not just, hey, you're the guy, you're the man, here you go. So I don't think leadership has anything to do with it. It makes me think two things. Obviously, it's a relationship based between two men, Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow. But can Tim Tebow block and can he possibly catch? And can he run? Those are the three things, right? Get open, run, block, and catch. If he can do two out of three of those things, he may have a spot. If he can't, then it's see you later, pal. All right, we'll come back to those three things because I got opinions on those, but I wanted to read uh, some more comments. Rob says there are way more qualified guys who could look for that roster spot that have been working as a football player overall. <laughs> Bemo says Tebow is like John Lovitz in The Wedding Singer, lurking behind the curtain. Urban's, Urban's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. That's pretty funny there. Uh, I did I did see a couple comments from uh, that I wanted to read because I thought one was just a terrible, terrible. Lloyd says, if the Jags are signing Tebow, I say the Titans re-signed Delaney Walker. Let me just say this for any Titans fans, Lloyd included. I know this might be a joke, but Lloyd 
if the Jags do something, that doesn't mean the Titans should also do something similar to that. That's not a good thing to follow the Jags' decision-making because that's been putrid over the last 15 years, ever since Martin Brunel fed Fred Taylor and Keenan McCardell and Jimmy Smith left the building. It's funny, and we have some guys, this is kind of the the, the best part about Tebow, right? It's because you love him or hate him. They're, they're, those are certain characters in our society that bring that. And Gregory has left the building because he says so much hate for Tebow, bye. He's not going to be a part of this conversation. Why that- should we love this? Like Tim Tebow has not, like the NFL collectively told Tim Tebow for the last eight years, you are not worth playing quarterback in the NFL. And Tim Tebow was against this tight end thing for the last eight years. Well, so yes and no, Austin. Here's what I think about Tim Tebow in that regard. Tim Tebow was probably the best college football player ever to play. I think that's especially in our era, right? In our generation of the last 20 years, maybe. Right. So that arguable, but he's definitely in the conversation and high up there goes to the NFL is not an NFL-type quarterback, has a little bit of success, but realizes very quickly that he cannot lead a franchise over a long period of time at quarterback, but he jumped around, right? He went to the Jets, he went to the Patriots, he did all that stuff, and with that brought a circus, okay? It's very similar, okay, and they're, they're, they're apples and oranges, but in talk about the media circle, very similar to the Colin Kaepernick experience. A lot of these teams that may have would have taken a chance on Kyler Kaepernick's skills or Tim Tebow's skills were pushed away by other influences. By by creating something outside of the football team. No they football did not coach. want to be a part of. Whether it was about social justice or whether it was about... Tim Tebow and his religious beliefs that he wore on his sleeve. It's simply non-football distractions from outside media because what what Colin Kaepernick would have brought into any football team is non-sports media at a national level at your practices. No football people want to deal with non-sports media from a national outlet at their practices. That's a distraction and they don't want that. Now, is that right? Is that right to do? I mean, it's... If the guy could help you win football games, then I can understand why you would want to bring in that person. But we talked about this in the NFL draft, Zach. The NFL teams are trying to find reasons why not to draft a person, right? Ands and buts. Ands and buts. Tim Tebow might be a good guy, but he brings a media circus wherever he goes. Colin Kaepernick might be able to stay play might be able to still play quarterback in the NFL, but he's going to bring a lot of national worldwide media attention to our football team that we don't want to deal with right now. So that's just the reality of that. So here's, here's what I want to say. I want to ask this question. What do we all think the main reason that urban Meyer is signing Tim Tebow actually is? What is the main reason of why urban Meyer is signing Tim Tebow to play tight end for the Jags. But first, let me tell you guys all about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home 
can rent for. There's so many different ways that Renters Warehouse can use, can help you out to your benefit, whether it's creating extra cash flows for you and your family, setting you guys up for long-term equity, which helps you earn long-term wealth, or maybe you have a son or daughter graduating. It's graduate season. They need somewhere else to live, whether it's out of your house or they're graduating from college or whatever it might be. Renterswarehouse.com has great inventory across the mid-state for your son or daughter to find their new home at Renterswarehouse.com. A to Z sports. I, I have a love of the show because I think it, one answer fits this question so, so well. Um, but one thing that will fit your phone is by downloading the app, BetMGM, code ATOZ Sports. Austin and I will talk about our bad beat later on in oh, the show. It was oh. tough. We we had a, a post show meeting. We both bet BetMGM and we got. Hosed. We got put out by a free throw, right? But that it comes with the territory. I also won some bets uh, last night, which helped me get back to where I was. I lost a little bit of cash, but not all. That's BetMGM promo code ATOZ Sports. So, Austin, I, w- I want to read this because I okay. do think this is the best answer to this question. What is the main reason for Urban Meyer signing Tim Tebow to play tight end for the Jags? I think Nolan Weeks 26 on Periscope answers this very perfectly. He says, the guy loves Tim Tebow, talking about Urban Meyer. Tebow probably asked him for a chance, not a high risk, so Urban said, why not? I think at the crux of it, that is the correct answer. Yes, ticket sales, were there some repercussions and benefits after that? But at the end of the day, I think Urban Meyer loves and respects Tim Tebow, doesn't think that he got a fair shot in his NFL career, and now that he is calling the shots for an NFL franchise for the first time in his life, Tebow asked him, and Urban said, hey, at least try out. I'm not going to promise you anything, but why not? I truly believe that's the answer. Yeah, uh, Sean says he loves the attention. It'll get more people talking about the Jags like this show, for example. No, that's true. Like That's that's what Tim Tebow brings. It is he brings discussion around wherever he goes. And I thought we were done with Tim Tebow conversations for our show. There's no point in talking about what Tim Tebow does on the SEC Network as an analyst or whatever ESPN spot he goes on. So, But now he's back in our lives because the Titans are in the AFC South and we cover the Tennessee Titans. So, uh, let's read more comments. What is the main reason that you think Urban Meyer signed Tim Tebow to play tight end? Scott says hype. Van Jeffrey says to fill seats for money loss due to COVID. Uh, Jeff says Lawrence is ticket sales, not Tebow. So, uh, Tommy jokingly, I hope this is a joke, says to show Trevor how to play quarterback. Yeah, or not, it is. Or not it, how to play quarterback. Daniel brings up a good point. Okay. NFL media can't go inside the locker room anymore. That still has well, not fully come back, right? We don't know yet. We don't As know we what. Know. Right. We don't know what the football season is going to look like. It'll. Yeah, it'll. It will not be back. <laughs> it will not be back to how it used to be. But in the CBA, in the ten-year contract that the players signed, forty-five minutes uh, locker room access uh, three times a week is required in that CBA for media. So. We do have that on our side, but again, who knows when it comes to the pandemic. Daniel brings up a good point. It's not going to be as big as it was. Austin, you and I can both resonate with this. I feel so distanced from this football team, talking about the Tennessee Titans, more so than I ever have in my entire career covering NFL football team. Now, things change, right? Like our business is going a certain direction. I do less inside the locker room 
uh, things, but COVID is a massive part of that. And so it's also a protection agency of our agent for, for Tim Tebow to not be put in the, the media's face and the people's face for the Jacks. All right. So uh, here at B-Ret actually goes along with what my answer was going to be for this. Because so, the question is, what do we think is the main reason for why Urban Meyer actually signed Tim Tebow? B-Ret says it takes attention away from Trevor Lawrence. And B-Ret, that's exactly where I was going to go with my answer to this. Because so much pressure is going to be on Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick, to lead the Jags out of the dumpsters of the NFL where they lost 15 straight games after somehow beating the Colts in week one, having awful quarterback play back since uh, Mark Brunel was there. I think Tim Tebow is a distraction that can be a good thing for Trevor Lawrence. Because Trevor, it's like the seven different types of smoke. You know, I'm doing everything over here with my left hand while Trevor Lawrence is over here working and getting better with my right hand. And Tim Tebow is this distraction. I think that has a part of it. I, I think Trevor Lawrence and Tim Tebow can also help Trevor Lawrence deal with off the field aspects of being a super a superstar quarterback at any level. And, and Tim Tebow can be an off-field mentor for a person and then a, a distraction away from Lawrence that can help Lawrence stay focused on what his actual job is. I, I mean, I don't think Trevor. Good. No, I was just gonna say that's a very good point that I have never thought about of the distraction of like kind of playing chess instead of checkers with it. I don't think Tim Tebow needs to or can be a you know an influence off the field. I don't think Trevor Lawrence needs that. I just don't think he's that type of guy. Right, but, so, but like, Tim Tebow has dealt with everything when it comes to being on a massive stage and having every eyeball on you, right? Right, but like, and I've met Tim Tebow before. Like, I, I and I, I talked to him backstage years ago at an event, and he was very, very nice. The guy was like a real person. He had a bunch of bracelets on, which I did notice. But like, he shook my hand. We talked for like a few minutes, uh, talking about the event and stuff. And then he went about his business. I got a picture with him. Like he was, he was a a good dude. I don't, I don't think anybody ever argues that. The thing is, can he play football? Because you should sign people not as a media distraction, maybe in a positive way, as you mentioned. You should sign people to help your football team. And this does seem like a just a uh, a favor for a buddy. And I, the, this is not how business should work, right, Austin? Like, that's like me because I partially own A to Z Sports. Be like, hey, man, I'm going to hire my best friend because he just lost his job, okay? Uh, and he's going to do some stuff around it because that, that's what I think needs to happen. That's not fair to you, Austin, right. because my buddy lost his job. That's his fault in our relationship. But I, I have the ability to, to make some decisions. It's the same thing for Urban Meyer and what he's doing. I'm curious to see how the team reacts to this because they're just like us. They they know what Tim Tebow represents too. Yeah, it's it's it, what's the rest of the Jags roster gonna feel like when Tim Tebow walks in that locker room and starts you know being Tim Tebow, right? Which Tim Tebow, while he might be a good guy, and I have had one interaction with Tim Tebow at Vanderbilt 
for an SEC Nation thing, and it was a solid interaction. Nice guy. It was just a media scrum. That was it, right? You had more of an interaction with him. But but he's got an aura about him. Tim Tebow can be a lot to deal with because he just is a lot of a personality and a person. So will they welcome him into the locker room, or will they get tired of his stuff? Or resent him. Yeah, look, I get tired of Tim. I am tired of Tim Tebow's stuff, and I haven't even had to deal with him the last three or four years. I I think differently about Tim Tebow. I completely understand why people hate him and can't stand him, and this is a very weird thing. But as I mentioned before, I saw Tim Tebow's singular loss in Florida. That was to Ole Miss. I was at that game. I celebrated that victory. There's no way Ole Miss should have won that game, but they did on fourth and one. You all, we all know about the speech that he cried later that week, and then they went on to win the national championship. Because I was at that game, and in my opinion as a fan, I got the best of Tim Tebow in that game. I I don't hate him, right? <clears throat> like, I, I, I don't care about him. I don't love him. I don't uh, resonate to him or with him, but I – I, I that impacted me. Yeah. I don't so, if that didn't happen, if Florida beat Ole Miss that day 42 to 3 and ruined my experience, and I had to deal with a bunch of Gator fans doing chomp face in my face all weekend in Gainesville, maybe I think differently. But that's not how it went. We shut down the swamp, the bar across the street from the swamp because we were on the tables doing Stone Cold Steve Austin beer wisers screaming Tebow wears jean shorts. That was a great experience. So I don't have any – I don't hate Tim Tebow by any means, but that's a personal thing. I completely understand why people do. And then the more important fact is, will the players – that is the key. This may be a good distraction for Trevor Lawrence, but there's 53 men on this roster, right? So it's – or, or is a quality tight end going to get pissed off because Tebow's getting more reps when well, he, this is his opportunity? Yeah, in a minute, we'll talk about will he make or, or get cut uh, for the roster. Dadson, who's been having some weird comments on YouTube, says, Austin, name the action Tim Tebow did to you. Tim Tebow has done nothing to me. I'm just, I'm fatigued of Tim Tebow. I am tired of Tim Tebow being in the sports world as he was a mediocre NFL quarterback. He was fantastic in college, but I am tired of Tim Tebow coverage. It's, well, and, and then he, the, the only reason why he's back in the NFL is because his college head coach and one of his best friends now just got an NFL job, Dadson. So this is not personally against Tim Tebow. This is the fact that Tim Tebow is being allowed an opportunity that the NFL told him he did not deserve. Like that is like, but it's, not the, it's not the first time this has happened, Austin. No, I think not. this is the reason why you feel the way that you do and a lot of other people do. Tim Tebow was given the SEC analyst job when they created that network because of ratings, yes. not because he was he a was, great analyst. He sucks. Right. He's not good. He doesn't speak very well. Gadsden, I don't hate Tim Tebow. God, get it through your brain. I said I am fatigued of the coverage of Tim Tebow. I've never once said I hate the guy. Like, why don't you understand that? Like, you're driving me crazy here. I, I do. I think, do you respect him as a football player in college? Yes. He's one of the best college football players of my lifetime. And I went to Tennessee. He was undefeated against my school. Like, I couldn't stand that. 
but I respect the college player that he was. I just don't like the fact that he's been giving an opportunity to the NFL eight years after the NFL kicked him out for not being good enough. Like, they didn't kick him out, but they told him he wasn't good enough. But uh, they told him he wasn't good enough, as we talked about, not 100% about his ability. Uh, some of it had to do with his distraction. A lot of it was his ability. It, but a lot of it was his it, distraction, Zach, if Austin. He had, oh, yes. But if he had the ability, he'd be worth the distraction. <laughs> he did not have the ability, therefore not worth the distraction. And That's, the distraction sealed his fate. It's a cor- It's a correlating, it's a line, right? Like you have your abilities, your ability side and your distraction side. If you've got more ability, you're worth the distraction, right? It's it's all about that. That's That's, that's exactly what that is. It's a graph. And Tim Tebow was not worth the distraction eight years ago. And Urban Meyer is the only reason why uh, Tim Tebow has a job in the NFL right now. And Tim Tebow's done this in baseball. He's the same damn thing in baseball. Why did the Mets sign Tim Tebow to play in their minor league system? Not because Tim Tebow's any good at baseball, because they could sell more tickets and they took away opportunity from this from a guy who's been working for that roster spot his entire life. So Tim Tebow, three jobs. Three jobs he has been given for not earning that. SEC Network analyst because of his name. Minor League Baseball player because of his name. NFL tight end at age 33 because of his name. There's Is that any problem, D- Dadson? Do you have a problem with what I'm saying here? What has he earned? He's he, he, he has not earned those three jobs for actually doing those three jobs. And being a great college football player should not just be given the rest of your career here and there. Tim Tebow also probably struggles with this, right? Like he asked the question, why? Why will people not give me an opportunity? I guarantee he said that in his life, right? Because he's he, he has everything else. He's got money. He's got fame. He's got, it sounds like he's got a good relationship now with his wife. Like he has all of these things. But, but what he has always truly wanted, besides a relationship with Jesus Christ himself, is a opportunity to be a professional athlete. That's what he, I feel like, is the one thing that has eluded him for 33 years of his life. And now, okay, I, I'm here's where I'm okay with it. Let's find out. You've been given this opportunity to make the team. You haven't made the team, right? Like, he's not given a roster spot. That is earned. Go to camp and let's see if this is truly a publicity stunt or will Urban Meyer actually see something in him where he can be productive on the field? And because Trevor Lawrence, I think, is going to be a generational talent, maybe he can use him. Yeah, and so <laughs> Marshmallow says, whose job has he taken in the tight end room for a one-win team? A guy who's been playing tight end for the last five years. That's that's who. Um, let's see, and Rob says, neither did Jordan Rogers. Jordan Rogers actually worked his way up through media. Of course, he used the bachelor the bachelorette to, to get his fandom, but he's actually good at what he does. Like Jordan Rogers is a good analyst on the sec network. He is but like, he was, he was given his job, right? But he he's actually, not, he did not he's actually gotten pretty good. He's gotten it. better, but he's, he didn't, I think he's, he did, but that that's not the point. Okay. Austin. The point is he was given that job. Right. So that's, but Tim that's Te- false. That okay. is fake. But, but um, when I'm comparing it to Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow has not gotten any better. He's the same robotic, unnatural analyst that he was the day he was hired in 2014. Agreed. Jordan Rogers has given the job, not earned. 
Both were given the job because of their high profiles. Yes, but Jordan Rogers is actually really good and has continued to improve and gotten a lot better and is on the most entertaining SEC Network broadcast team that there is with Tom Hart and Cole Kubelik. Tim Tebow's not developed as an analyst because he's just not any good, but he's still out there because he's Tim Tebow. And I do want to reiterate that uh, this. Mark, thank you for the, the kind words, but he says he's either going to make the team or not. That is what will be newsworthy, not that he got the shot. No surprise there. So we're talking about this on May 11th, right? Because it hit the news circuit. I completely understand that. But the real news is to say it's not another Tebow, oh, well, he got cut. And he's back to doing what he was doing, right? That's. I think that's the one thing, to be honest, uh, I want Tim Tebow to succeed. I would love for him to actually make the team and prove a lot of people wrong. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I don't. But now he's going to get the opportunity to shut a lot of people up. Yeah. All right. Right? So let's, I mean, he is. Yeah. So let's ask this question. Will Tim Tebow make the Jags roster or get cut? We want your predictions on this. Will he make the Jags roster or will he get cut? But first, Zach, tell us all about Calvin and Suttles. I do think this is going to be one-sided, but I'm I'm really curious about these answers. So, cut or make the team? That is the question. Uh, before we get to your answers, do you want to talk about Calvin and Suttle? Hardwood floor specialist here in Middle Tennessee, 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414. You can redesign your entire home with brand-new hardwood floors. Calvin and Suttle, they are trusted. They have Sturdy hardwood floors, reliable hardwood floors. Hardwood floors, though, have warranties on them. So when your kids, I mean, look at your hardwood floors now. It's probably, they look awful or they're it's old, dirty carpet. Rip that stuff up and replace it with brand new hardwood flooring from CalvinAndSubtle.com. That's 615-448-6414. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download that app. Use our code ATOZSports. Then you get a risk-free bet up to $600 with your first bet and your first deposit. So download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports for that risk-free bet up to $600 with your first deposit. And Zach, we are officially an anti-Kyle uh, Anderson show, right? Anti-Kyle Anderson. From? Oh, I don't know, actually. Oh, is he, no! is, he over, is he overseas? No. I actually have his thing pulled up. He's from... Uh, UCLA. Oh, UCLA. Kyle Anderson had two free throws with 5.9 seconds left. If he made both of them, me and Zach win $175. Kyle Anderson missed one of two free throws. And to make it even worse, Zach, I looked up Kyle Anderson's free throw percentage. He is a 78% free throw shooter. He should have made both of those free throws. We had the Grizz minus 5.5 to wrap up our parlay, and we missed it because that one free throw, but download the app, BetMGM, right there as we talk Tim Tebow well, on this Tuesday. Before we get to this, I got to my worst bad beat of the year has to do with a free throw. Now, he's a much worse free throw percentage than Kyle Anderson, but uh, two weeks ago, I had Giannis over 27 and a half. He went to the free throw line with seven seconds left to go in the game. Okay. He was at 26 points. Right, so if he makes both of them, he gets to twenty eight, and I win seventy five bucks. Right. Instead, 
He misses one. If he would have made both of them, he would have also been the fastest Milwaukee Buck to 12,000 points <laughs> in franchise history, beating Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he missed one of the two free throws. Yeah, and I totally. said I didn't watch the Kyle Anderson free throw. It sounds like uh, you did. I did not. I've oh, fallen did. on my phone, but uh, I just was like, because I knew they're at the line. It was <laughs> it was a four point game. I knew they're at the line. I was like, come on, make these two free throws, and we're all good. And Dom says that sucks because the Grizz are a good bet against the spread. Yeah. Oh, the Grizz lead the NBA in in against the spread. So that's that's crazy. Anyway, will Tim Tebow make the Jags roster or will he get cut? Let's send us to the comment section. Will he make the team or get cut? A lot of you guys have answered, and a lot of you guys say cut. Scott, cut. Clayton, cut. Brent, cut. Aaron says he'll be on the team all year this year. Ed, cut. Ronnie, cut. Guy, cut. Marshmallow says he'll make the roster because the tight end room is trash in Jacksonville. Uh, G-Man says cut when they put him on the practice squad. See, I don't know if he's got practice squad eligibility because of his time as a quarterback in a first-round pick. Hunter, cut. Terry, cut. Uh, let's see. Darius says, make the team. William says, can you imagine when Urban Meyer has to cut Tim Tebow? He talked about destroyed a relationship. Uh, Carmen says, Urban won't let him go and will look horrible for it. Zach, what do you say? Jeff Rubel says he says he'll make the team. What do you think about Tim Tebow? Well, let's talk about his... I, I mean, really, you got to think about what who is his competition. The... Tight end draft room is awful there down in Jackson. Yeah, so here are the tight ends for the Jags. They've got James O'Shaughnessy, who played for him last year. They've got Chris Mannertz, who I have never heard of. Well, played, yeah, because he has a career 19 targets. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> yeah, he's played six years from uh, Kinesis College. Uh, ben Elfson from North Dakota State. Tyler Davis from Georgia Tech. And they just drafted in the sixth round Luke Farrell from where? Guess where Urban Meyer drafted a tight end from? Ohio State. Ohio State. Shocker, right? So that is the tight end room. James O'Shaughnessy is their starter as of right now. They, I, Tyler Farrell has a good chance to make the team. They're probably going to keep four tight ends. That's about the going rate for tight ends that you keep. Will he make the roster or get cut, Zach? Mark says Tebow gets cut, gets signed to drive NASCAR next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, really man. good. Oh man. Uh, there's well, there's an earlier love of the show, but that that was good. Uh I don't think he'll make the team. I think it's one of those where he may bounce. Um may I mean I think bounce Tim Tebow where? wants to play practice squad. <laughs> I don't think he's practice squad eligible. Like if yeah, you yeah, accrue, you, you, if, you're probably right. If you uh, accrue a certain amount of seasons in the NFL, then you are not eligible for the practice squad. You're correct. Um, I just, I don't think he makes the team. I think, you know, and, and it's more about his age. I think if he was 27, maybe I think differently about this, but he's not, he's 33 and man, 33, you get old bones in the NFL. You get old bones at 33 not playing in the NFL. I'm currently 33. Uh, I can see a huge drop of stamina playing pickup basketball because I am 33. I think that will catch up to him, and he won't make the team. All right, so Marshmallow says, Mannerts is one of the best blocking it, tight ends in all of the, in the NFL, boys. Y'all should know better on that. Marshmallow, 904. 
I'm sorry, bro, that we did not know that Chris Mannert, a six-year pro from Kinesis College, is one of the best blocking tight ends in the NFL for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, question, Marshmallow, what are those numbers? 901, 904. What's 904? Is, is that Jacksonville or is yeah. that Kinesis College? <laughs> that's, that's Jacksonville area code. Oh, okay, there you, you go. You don't know that, dude? You no, idiot? I did not. Are you I, stupid? I know just I know just as much about the Jacksonville area code as I do about Chris Mannards. <laughs> I just had to look it up. That's I go, hilarious. there's no way that this guy's supporting Duval County that hard if 904 didn't represent the Jacksonville area code. So I, I cheated on that. Well, he, he said he played with Carolina last year. Oh, so Marshmallow is super excited about the veteran tight end that they signed to block. That's funny. Yeah, super excited about your new and, free agent tight end. And here, here's, he's, <laughs> he's dropping more slang on us. Do you know what this stands for? Uh, Duval something something district? I don't know. No. What? I just looked this up too. Duval till we die. Oh, my God. <laughs> Duval till your city sinks off the state of Florida into the Atlantic Ocean. That's funny though. I didn't realize I learned a lot about Duval County in this show. Marshmallow, Thank you, thanks Zero. for being. A, I enjoy Marshmallow's uh, contributions to the show. You should stick around. Stick around there, Marshmallow. Duval uh, till we die. <laughs> yep, just go for it, man. Until we move out of there, man. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So I actually, Zach, you know, you don't sign Tim Tebow just to cut him three weeks, three months later, right? I, I think Tim Tebow is going to make this damn team. <laughs> like I, I honestly feel that my gut feeling is that Tim Tebow will make the roster for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Will he be active on game days? I don't know about that. We're, that, we're not getting into the uh, the active 46 guys on, on game day. But I, I do think just because it's Urban Meyer and the guy is going to do what the guy wants to do to create a culture, you're not just going to sign Tim Tebow to help your culture to play tight end for you. And then cut him after training camp, and then not to help your culture. Like I, I just feel like he's gonna make the team. <laughs> Man, I just I, I don't. I, I kind of again. I hope he does. I hope he proves some of the critics wrong, just to kind of see. But I hope that Urban Meyer does not allow Tim Tebow to address the team. Oh, that, it's gonna happen, dude. No way. That would make me cringe. He's, like, what do you? That's the best thing that Tim Tebow does is addresses uh, not a group as of a people. not as a player on the roster, as a special guest maybe, but not as a player on the roster. That that oh gosh, that is a very college thing to do that you cannot do in the pros. That oh my, I would walk out. I'd be like, dude, that would be brutal. All right, so. Zach, you brought up three things that Tim Tebow has to have uh, as a tight end for the Jags, and I, I want to revisit those because I think it's interesting. So what were your three things that you mentioned earlier in the show, probably 30 minutes ago, if you remember them off the top of your head, the three things that you mentioned about Tim Tebow being a tight end? Block, get open, and catch. So block, he can block, and he can get open, and he can catch then he'll find a roster spot because those are three qualities the tight end needs right. to be versatile and to justify a roster spot. Okay, so I think of those three, the one thing I'm the most confident in Tim Tebow being able to do is catch the football because quarterbacks and, and every team that you, if you ask somebody on a football team, who's got like the best hands on the team? 
quarterbacks have the best hands because quarterbacks handle the football all every snap. They have to really catch shotgun passes when they're not looking or not completely paying attention. The the ball handling that quarterbacks have, a lot of them grew up as holders in their past as quarterbacks. I think Tim Tebow, the best thing he could do out of those three is catch the football. I have I have confidence that he has hands to catch passes. I don't have confidence in him being able to block. But I do think he has the work ethic to learn how to block. Because blocking, <laughs> blocking is a lot of technique, but you have to have the effort for you to block. Getting open, like he's a good athlete, but he's not exactly like shifty. Like, you know, his running style was run through you, not get by you. And as a route runner, you have to have some subtle shiftiness. And I don't know if he's got that, but I do think he can catch the football. And look, Dadson brings up the other aspect that we've kind of, it's been insinuated. We haven't really talked about it, but Dadson brings up the media, uh, the way media acts isn't how real life is. Players are very religious and privately, I bet many of them look up to Tim, not allowing others to come between him and his love for anything. Look, I think that, that it could be a reasonable statement, but that also, uh, you know, players are very religious as a broad brush. Uh, you know, <laughs> right? Like, I, uh, I think players can be religious. They can be very religious. Not all of them are. So I would replace that word in your 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 sentence, Dadson. But it's just, do you like? I personally don't like people uh, slapping me in the face with religion. I respect anybody's view and belief. I'm very open to that. That is a stance. You should be able to believe what you want to believe, and how you believe it. I do not judge anybody based on that, nor do I think that they should judge me in my belief. Not everybody believes that. Some people believe it's my way or the highway. I am not of that nature. I do think Tim Tebow, is it, he believes that it is a part of his job is to spread the gospel, per se, and sometimes that does rub some other people the wrong way. That's another thing of talk about the distraction or pros and cons that is stacked up against him because of the perception. I told you, I've met Tim Tebow. He didn't bring up Jesus one time during our conversation. But <laughs> not many people believe that that would happen, right? You, so it's, who knows what's what how it goes down. I do think, and I will give Tim Tebow credit here, Tim Tebow knows that this is his last chance. So... You, he's going to have to put in every ounce of his being to try to make the team. Dadson's acting like me and Zach are anti-religion in his YouTube comments, dude. Like, Dadson's on something today. I don't know what Dadson... He's like, where's the hate for Caleb Farley mentioning uh, God in his uh, post-draft or rebuking that in the name of Jesus? Like, of course, Derrick Henry thanks God after he wins the award. Like, that's fine. Like, we're not against that. Like, come on, Dadson. Tim Tebow is different, insane. right? So let's let's you're just being be insane, Dadson. My <laughs> let's God. Let's just be honest, right? It's it's just different. And it's okay. And but... Tebow is different. He's very different because he's the most high profile athlete, one of the most high profile college athletes in the last 20 years. If I think if you polled the United States to say 
who, uh, I don't want to say most religious, but who um, displays their religion the most of any professional athlete or athlete? I think Tim Tebow would win that poll. Here's the here's the crazy thing is, until yesterday, Tim Tebow wasn't a professional athlete <laughs> anymore. He has not been for multiple years and after again, his I don't Mets think, minor league deal. I don't, I don't judge or criticize him for doing that. It's just a part of him. But it also, uh, some people don't enjoy that, right? You're going to get care. into that. Tim Tebow can do what Tim Tebow wants to do, just like any other player can do that. I, it doesn't matter to me. But Tim Tebow does carry a lot of that conversation. That's fine. And you say carry, it's not just about the religious stuff. It is about carrying the distraction. That, that, that is an overall word. The reason Tim Tebow is a 33-year-old, no good player that just got signed to a one-year deal. We should not be talking about, if I pulled Tim Tebow's name away from that, we wouldn't be talking about it. It's because of the distraction that Tim Tebow is and represents. That, that, That's we the just reason. Need to, for the rest of the show, dad, and let, until well, I'll, Dadson, you can help with trivia, but Dadson needs to chill out on his comments on YouTube until we get to trivia because we might need your expertise on something uh, there. But anyway, like this is just getting out of hand with Dadson's comments on YouTube that he's attacking us for what we th he thinks we're saying. Okay, so anyway, um, so I think he's going to make the team. That's just kind of how I feel about it. We do have sports trivia coming up here a little later on, uh, but we do want to recognize what was an incredible moment last night for Pecorine. We're going to play the video from inside Bridgestone Arena and ask you guys, what is one word to describe Pecorine's Preds career? So stick around for this. But first, let me tell you guys, about the Bone & Joint Institute. BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Make sure you know who to turn to, who to trust when it comes to any injury in your life or someone that you love. Go to the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org. That is where to turn, BoneAndJointTN.org. It is eSports. Don't forget, download the, the app today. BetMGM, promo code ATOZ Sports. They got boosts. They got free bets. They will hook you up. That's BetMGM, promo code A-T-O-Z Sports, the title sponsor of this morning show. All right, so here is the video. Fantastic moment. The Preds win 5-0 against Carolina and possibly Pecorine's final start in Preds gold. And this was the moment after the final horn ended. Uh, a pretty chilling moment. So thanks to Alex Jordy, our Preds writer at A to Z Sports Nashville.com uh, for that video. He was at the game. He had a lot of great social media content. Also has a column up at A to Z Sports Nashville.com about Pekka's uh, presence and what he means uh, for the Preds and last night's finale. I mean, that uh, that gave me chills. Pecorine's been the starter and goal for, what, 13-plus years 
um, in Preds gold and has been the leader, the face of this franchise when they were going through some dark times, got them out of it, won a Vesna trophy, put this franchise and city on his back and played unbelievable goal in 2017 to help them get to the Stanley Cup final. And it was pretty awesome to watch Pekka get that opportunity the last regular season game of the year when he hasn't played that much over the last two months. The Preds are going to the playoffs, so there's still a chance he will play in the series coming up. But UC Soros is this team's goalie, but Pecorine is this city's goalie. That was pretty incredible last night. Yeah, and I think Jerry is correct, right? He's Preds legend, right? Like, I mean, that that if you know the Nashville Predators, and they haven't had that long of a franchise's history, right? I mean, they're a new franchise, and they have had some polarizing figures, but none more, in my opinion, than Pecorine. And I've seen him play a lot of hockey in my time. The one sad part about that video is that I truly wish that Bridgestone Arena was packed to the gills, right? Like it was still, we're not at maximum capacity because of, you know, the, the COVID situation. But that that's what Bridgestone represents to me. I've been to playoff games. Austin, you've been to playoff games. And the, the feel of that arena shakes and rumbles i only wish what it could have been for that final kind of triumph around the the rink but that was unbelievable i I think uh pekka has done some great things not only on the ice but also off the ice with all of his charity work he's been a great representative for that franchise and and for hockey in general so it was great these are the type of storylines and i think you ask any professional athlete not everybody gets to go out like Jerome Bettis or Michael Strahan or Peyton Manning, like you or John Elway. Like it doesn't always work like that. But yeah. this is probably as close to that as you could get. Not playing consistently, that was a great feeling and a great moment. That I think Preds fans and Nashvilleians that have any, if anybody has been to a Preds game, can relate to and make you feel a little bit. Yeah, it was great. Uh, So what's one word to describe how you felt about Pekka's finale? Joseph just says, man, that was amazing. I was there at the game. And that's like Joseph, it was what, like 40, I think 40 or 50% capacity last night. And I just saw the Preds announced yesterday that they're going up to 70% for the playoffs starting next week, which is awesome, right? Now you can have over 12,000 people there. But but Joseph, with the reduced crowd, you having the opportunity to be there, for Pekka's last last game was was pretty special for you. Terry says impeccable. Um, Puka says such a fun game. So glad fans are there. Rob saying that's awesome. Uh, Eddie says the video said it all. Glorious. And I and I think initially that was my one word. I, I changed my word for how to describe Pecorine's Preds career. But glorious is an absolutely great um, great uh, word there. Puka says Pekka changed the team. Nate says. Shutout and the fact that he got a shutout in his last game and legend keeps popping up chills from Darius watching that video. Zach, what's your one word? Yeah, I'd have to say legend. I think that's a great way to sum it up because of of where we are now within this franchise's history, he is the legend. And I saw some people like he is the McNair of this franchise, of the Preds franchise. I would agree with that, right? Yeah. When you think of the all-time greatest Titan, it is Steve McNair. It's like Derrick Henry. I think he has an opportunity to surpass that at some degree 
if some things happen the rest of his career, but <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. What Pekka has done, and he led this team to a Stanley Cup final. They lost to the Penguins, which was unfortunate, but he's a Vesna Trophy, Trophy winner. Like All of these things, the, they've won the President's Trophy because of him, and that team, I, I think legend, he is of legendary status for this franchise. Now in their rebuild, right, they have to find a way to get back to that point and kind of look at what how that team was structured. The team was centered around Pecorine. Yeah, Brent says Pekka is the main reason for the Preds' success over the last decade. I mean, seven consecutive years of being in the playoffs and the fact that Pekka helped get UC Soros ready for this moment. Like that's And so my one word for Pecorine's Preds' career, Zach, it was going to be glorious because of the play on the on the song that they always – um, play at the end of wins. My word is grace because Pecorine went through his professional life with as much grace than anybody could possibly have. Whether it was in success, being the best goalie in the world at times, or in defeat, going through his struggles, having the hip surgery where he had the infection was out, having some downs where he was struggling to do anything, to stop pucks, getting pulled from playoff games. He still gracefully stood up to the media, answered the questions, and went through it all. Anybody who has interacted with Pecorine on the streets of Nashville, in any restaurant because he loves food and loves going to the different restaurants, anybody who has interacted with Pekka off the ice in any charitable situation, grace. Pecorine has shown grace in everything he's done throughout his decade and a half in Nashville. And if he does go back, to Finland after this season, Nashville is a city will miss Pecorine for all the things that he's done here. And I'll add this to close this segment out. He built the brand of the Nashville Predators. Yeah. You talk about the gold, like there is the original era and there is the gold era. He built the gold era and the reputation that the Nashville Predators and hockey in Nashville, which is hard to do. Atlanta couldn't do it. The Thrashers, bye-bye. Hello, Winnipeg. The For Nashville, he was able to sustainably have hockey a center point of the city, which I, I think when it first started, I would doubt. I'd be like, man, this is the South or the closer to the South. People are not going to, to resonate with hockey. He helped that, and oh, they have. And, and now you look at all the different ice rinks that are going up around the city to help build youth hockey and how influential Pekka was in that. Somebody just mentioned, somebody mentioned earlier in the show about how they're a young hockey goalie, and they, uh, you know, I saw that on, on Facebook, on our Facebook page, uh, responding to one of our Pekka posts, saying that they're a, they were a young goalie coming up, and we're at Centennial uh, Ice Center just practicing, and Pekka's talked with him for half an hour, about being a goalie. Like that's that's insane. Like that a superstar at that level because you got to remember the NHL is global because of the guys coming from Europe from all over the country and for Pecorino who is a global figure in hockey to stop and talk with a teenage goalie for 30 minutes randomly about playing the position that doesn't happen. Like a quarterback does not spend 30 minutes randomly with a teenager uh, just because they walked into each other on some football field and do that. Pekka does that type of thing. 
Peck is going to be a sick throwback jersey in like 10, 15 years when people walk around with Pekka jerseys like they do with McNair and Eddie George. Yeah. That 35 is going to be clutch. And then, of course, Rob says Tebow would spend that 30 minutes. True. You're probably right. You got, there, you got got. I got got. But Tim Tebow's, <laughs> but Tim Tebow's not a icon of quarterbacks. He's well, just a... He's uh, just an icon uh, of a person. Yeah, well, he would he would definitely take that 30 minutes. He'd probably extend it to 120. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get to sports trivia. He'd spend the night. <laughs> <laughs> God, no. All right, let's get to our sports trivia here on the show. Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse of fitness for one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. So go check it out. It's for everybody. If you're in shape, out of shape, young, old, if you have old pre-existing injuries and you can't lift like you used to, Mandu is for you. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Don't forget BetMGM. Download the app today. Promo code ATOZ Sports. Download it from the App Store. Start winning money. Uh, it's been a great time for Austin and I. That is BetMGM. All right, Zach, it is time for sports trivia. We've got 10 questions. We have one rule. The one rule is zero Googles. Zero Googles on this uh, or Bing or Ask Jeeves, whatever search engine you use, you cannot use it for trivia. So we have 10 questions. We need to go eight and two this week. We went seven and three last week. Over seven weeks, we are 72%. We're trying to get to set. No, I'm sorry, 74%. My bad. We're trying to get to 75%, so let's go 8-2. and two. Ooh, and Austin, yeah. I told you about this yesterday. We will have a bonus question that I have that I actually love this question. I know it, so I cannot participate. But here's the deal, Austin, okay? Uh-huh. It is worth two points. Uh, you know, this is what we'll do. If it's we worth no, no, no. It's worth three points. If you get it right, it's worth three. If you get it wrong, though, it's minus two. That's how we're going to have to do it. But it's why it's a bonus bonus extra bonus questions should not hurt you only help you. That's how bonus are sets up set up. Dang, but I want there to be repercussions. But no, but you're forcing this on us. We didn't ask for it. So you can't. <laughs> and you're a part of the team. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of sadistic in the right. Yeah, fair, don't do fair. that. No, 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 so no. bonus questions worth two. Two. That's it. It's if we miss it, don't worry about it. Right? It, no big no sweat. That's fair. That this is, is fair. yeah, we're not doing double jeopardy. We talked about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers last week. Uh, uh, all right. Okay. All right. First question. This is not the bonus question. That will come at the end. How many Yankees started in the 2018 MLB All-Star game, Austin? 2018. 2018. Uh, so let's let's go through these. All right. So Aaron Judge. Um who's the uh Rob just is seven. I now I just went oh uh Stanton. Was Stanton on the 2018 team in 2018? 2018. Yeah, it's not that long ago. Remember, like the, the Aaron Judge all rise was like we forget what happened. COVID like doesn't feel like it happened. Like yeah, 2020 yeah. didn't exist. 2018 was not that long ago. So we've got multiple guesses for four. Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge are the two that I immediately think of. Because we're talking about starting, right? Not just on the team. 
So the question is, how many Yankees started in the 2018 MLB All-Star game? So they had to have a pitcher, right? So, you know, Pukas, who has says eight, uh, that, that means everybody but the but one. <laughs> Four makes the most sense, or three. Four sounds right. Uh, they had to have a pitcher. But who was that? I, again, I... Stacy and Ruby said the Cuban Missile. Who's the Cuban Missile? All right, let's. I think four is kind of the answer from the chat, and obviously you and I don't know. All right, four. We're going with the chat. Four final eight is he? Oh God, we missed it. Yeah, rough start. One. Oh, okay, great. Night. That's how. That's Aaron Judge. It has to be Aaron Judge. That's absolutely a trick question. And we because, don't. This is the same site. We usually no, don't yeah. get a lot of trick questions like that. All right, so I'm just going to look it up. Twenty. You can ask the second question while I look this up. The second question is, in 2010, which NBA franchise became the first to reach 3,000 wins? So it has to be an old team. So I'm I think, it's, thinking I think the, it's either the Celtics or the Lakers. Right? The Celtics or the Lakers. There can't really be any other, because the Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks haven't won that many years. Yeah, I, I, here's... I'm gonna go with I think the, Celtics. the Celtics. I'm gonna go with the Celtics because the Lakers might have split ownership, right? Because the Lakers started in Minnesota. Bingo. And so I don't know if well, it's those, franchise though, so it didn't really matter. I don't know. I don't know if it like carries. Like sometimes it carries, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I, my I think it's the Celtics. That is, I think that's good reasoning. I and the chat Celtics, 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 Celtics. You want to lock it in? Uh, yes, yeah, Celtics final A to Z. The correct answer is the Los Angeles Lakers. Damn it. Okay, so we also were 0 and 2. We really did. 2010, this. I wasn't a Lakers fan. I just became a Lakers fan when LeBron went there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but again, like that's an, you're an NBA guy, so you should know that. By the way, it was Aaron Judge who was the only starter for that uh, all star team as I looked it up. So, yeah, I you our guy on Twitch came in too late uh, with his Lakers for sure, but we had already locked it in, so that's that's a bummer right there. Dang, we're zero and two. Yeah, I don't think we've ever been in zero and two hole before. <clears throat> we need to get we need to refocus. <laughs> what is the nickname? What is a nickname DeAndre Hopkins is known by? Nuke. Is that right? Yeah, it's got to be Nuke. Nuke Hopkins. I've never heard that. Really? Yeah. And I'm pretty up to date on that kind of stuff. I mean, it's it's Nuke. It's got to be Nuke. Like, I mean, unless he has like, yeah. Nate says Nuke. John says Nuke. Cam says Nuke. Bobby says Nuke. So Nuke Hopkins. Final A to Z. We we needed this one. The correct answer is Nuke. All right, there we go. Glad we got one, one and two. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Rabbit. Uh, uh, What'd you say? Somebody said Ethan Ramsey said Jackrabbit. So this is a oh, it's an NHL question, and I actually recently ah, oh, this I, I don't know this answer, but I did see this particular actress here recently, actually yesterday. Which NHL star married actress Alicia Cuthbert in 2013? I watched Old School. I guess that was Sunday. And Alicia Cuthbert sleeps with the main character, who is uh, Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson 
of old school. And she's in high school, which is hilarious. It, that is a great movie. Old school. Go back and watch. Yeah, I haven't old seen. School. I haven't seen it in a long time. So here's the question. The question is: Which NHL star married actress Alicia Cuthbert in 2013? Man, I wish. I literally was watching this movie. I was like, I knew she married an NHL player, and I didn't look it up. I usually Google that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. Um, and the the. We're not getting any much help from the chat. I know the chat's real slow on this. <laughs> I just the chat's just with commenting the about the movie old school. Now, so uh, we have two answers of this name. I don't know how to say that. I reverbal. I reverbal. Fanoof. Fanoof. That has been the most popular answer. Fanouf. Dion Fanouf. Dion Fanouf. Let's just do Dion Fanouf, final A to Z, and uh, lock it back in. Dion Fanouf is okay. the correct answer. He's Russian, apparently, uh, maybe. Oh, that's Ethan being a jokester. So, okay, we're back even. We're two and two. Okay. <laughs> two and two is our fifth question here on Trivia. Which running back did the Raiders lose to the Chicago Bears before the 2012 season? The which Raiders running lose which, to the Bears? Which running back did the Raiders lose to the Chicago Bears before the 2012 season? Raiders running backs. This is a tough one. Yeah, I, like I don't remember Raiders. Like who who would who was quarterbacking the Raiders in 2012? Like let's start there and figure out who they was handing off to. It's such a peculiar year. And it wasn't Matt Forte because Matt Forte was drafted by the Bears. It wasn't Marshawn Lynch at that time. Marshawn Lynch was He not, never played for the Bears. Right. Darren McFadden, Hunter brings up. That's not a bad guess. Because Darren McFadden was drafted by the Raiders, right? No, he was drafted by the Cowboys. Are you sure? No. Who was the other Arkansas running back? Felix Jones. He was drafted by the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, Darren McFadden does sound like a good guess. Michael Bush coming in from Dustin. Oh, man. I reverbal has been good so yeah, far. Yeah. Michael Bush is a good guess because I do remember Michael Bush playing for the Raiders. Yeah. I think we need to go with Michael Bush. Are you going to lock yeah, it Michael in? Michael Bush, final A to Z. So I was reading some more comments. The correct answer is Michael Bush. Nice. All right. Three and two. We climbed out of the hole. We have five more questions and Zach's bonus question left. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. I drive 2012 Hyundai Sonata. I absolutely love it. I dominate the streets. You can too, whether it's a four-door sedan like I have or the full-size SUV, which is the 2021 Hyundai Palisade. Third row seating, bucket seats, all the bells and whistles, and they have them in stock right now at Wilson County Hyundai. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236 or online at WilsonCountyHyundai.com.
BetMGM.com. It is eSports. We're powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Simply download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports to get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old or must be president of Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Here live on our Tuesday trivia, five questions left plus Zach's bonus. So let's get back to it. We're three and two. We've hit three in a row after our 0 and two hole. All right. All-star question. In 2014, the MLB All-Star game was held in which city? <laughs> it's going to be a you guys question, chat. This is up to you. I'll repeat the question. The 2014 MLB All-Star game was held in which City. Man. Cleveland is the first from Louis, but sometimes Louis you trust him. stuff. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes you can trust him, sometimes you can't. Uh I, the if the only thing you could ask me is like I know when uh where it was in 98-99, because it was in Colorado and Boston. That's the only thing I remember. So Minneapolis, Minnesota sounds about right because that. Well, man, I swear this iReverbal guy on Twitch is all over. He says, Minneapolis, I was at that game for my senior trip. <laughs> this guy is just coming out of nowhere and just crushing trivia. And and that is an honest, he went all caps on that. I This is not a Google. No, because we don't know Googling, but this is a, a true reaction question. Yeah, this is like, yeah, this is like, I'm so surprised that I actually know this that well. And I was there. Yeah, I guess we have to go to Minneapolis. I mean, we got to trust this man. Final A to Z. He hasn't spurned us yet. Minneapolis. That's the question. The answer is Minneapolis. He was there (laughs) at his senior trip. Man, if only I remember this guy was here in the first two questions. Well, he was for the second, but we just, he was late. Wow. All right. So we're four and two. This is a better turn. All right. Another. All-star question from a different league. Who represented the Miami Heat at the 2018 NBA All-Star game? 2018. So, like, Jimmy Butler was not on that team. No. Gorgon Dragic was. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr.? That's a tough one. We got a couple Dwayne Wade. Um, was this Dwayne Wade's honorary vote? Yeah, that sounds right. Now, Bobby asked that. Dom says D-Wade or Dragic. Tyree. I, so I think it's between those two. I don't think there is another. 2018, right? Yeah. I, so we're, we're we're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Well, Dwayne Wade was definitely in there. So, right? So Dwayne Wade is, is correct. Was he with the Heat or was he with the Bulls? Because Donald says it was Wade and Dirk's last All-Star. So Wade's last year was with Miami Heat. Stacy says... I wasn't at that game, and I have no clue. <laughs> um, Hassan Tyrese, Whiteside, that's also a good. 
Hassan Whiteside. Man, now we're this is a tough one. I think it's dry. I think it's I don't think it's Dwayne Wade. You think it's Gorgon Dragic? Yeah. That's the only one. Tyree says Wade was in Chicago in 18. What are we gonna go? Now John Michael says it's Wade. Puka says Wade was gone. What is <laughs> well, this is tough because he jumped around. He went to the Cavs, he went to the Bulls, and he went to the Heat. John Michael says, I've effed up, bro. I haven't done anything, John Michael Presley. I haven't effed up. I just said I think it's not Wade. So on- what are we going with? I think it I'm more I'm more with Wade. All right, let's just go, let's just go uh just Dwayne Wade. Final A to Z because John Michael Presley's pressuring me into it. We locking it in? I, yeah, I said it already. The correct answer is Goran Dragic. Damn it, John Michael Presley, you effed up, bro. <laughs> you did this to yourself. You crushed our streak. We had oh, answered four in a row, right? Now we're at four and three. Damn it. Man, tough. Puka scene. says, "Told you, Wade gone. Wade gone doesn't mean anything. Like Wade gone. Like more words, please." All right, so we're four and three. We've got three questions left plus Zach's bonus. So what's the next one? Wait, are we I, five I, and three? I don't know this. Are we five uh, and three? Who is sometimes referred to as the human victory cigar? Nick is Saban? it? I don't know. Who is sometimes referred to as the human victory cigar? Is this Red Auerbach for the Boston Celtics? It could be, but he kind of started that whole tradition of smoking cigars Why after we have, a win. We have three straight Darko comments. What in the world? If this is, is Darko, I may. I mean, I could be completely gone. I think people are saying Red Arbach just because you said that. Donald says it's Darko when he was in Detroit. I mean, I, again, I all I, I was just going based on NBA knowledge. There was no gut feeling of I've heard. No, this I thing. think your logic makes a lot of sense, but the fact that the Darko thing came on that strong surprises me. It Who can't is be- sometimes referred to as the human victory cigar. Rob says it's Darko. Kevin says Darko. I think Darko, this is this is the chat's question. Yeah, definitely Darko, who was drafted where? He was drafted by the uh, Detroit Pistons. But he was drafted behind LeBron before Dwayne Wade and before Chris Bosh. He was drafted second of that foursome. And the Pistons won the title the next year. All right, final way to see Darko. I mean, the, the chat. Dominated this. Correct answer. Darko Milicic. Unreal. So are we five and three? Yes. Okay. Wow. Um, which quarterback had nine starts for the Minnesota Vikings in 2013? <laughs> which quarterback had nine starts for the Minnesota Vikings in 2013? Christian Ponder? So when was um, when was Jake Locker drafted? Two thousand ten. Okay, so that so would Pon- be 
So it should not be Ponder. Jake Locker was 2010. No. He wasn't 10. 2011. Yeah, that sounds correct. Oh, Christian Ponder or Sam Bradford? I think it is between those two. Sam Bradford, he made a ton of money. Yeah. So Locker was drafted in 2011, which meant that that would be, and Ponder was the same year. So that would have been the third season for these guys. Uh, I think Christian Ponder is probably the right answer. And then I've our boy, who already got one Minnesota question correct, was that the year of Matt Castle? Damn. I This is a name drop, but I have Matt Castle's number. I could text him and ask him. Oh, hey, bro, is that cheating? Yes, it's sales <laughs> material. <laughs> hey, Matt, hey, Matt, answer as fast as you possibly can. How many games did you start in 2013 with the Vikings? Were you on the Vikings in 2013? No, we need to ask him directly because then he can answer with, I wasn't even on that team, dude. <laughs> like, he, but, or he could be like, I've played so many years, I don't even know. <laughs> call him, just call him. See if he answers. The phone a friend. Yeah, just call him. Call it's, him. it's sales material, bro. <laughs> call it. This, there's no rule against that. We just said no Googling. That's the only rule. If you call Matt Castle and say, hey, did you start nine games with the Vikings in 2013? That would be hilarious. I don't think it's Matt Castle. I think it's between Christian Ponder and Sam Bradford. Well, there's one way we can find out if it was Matt Castle or not, and that's by calling Matt Castle. <laughs> I think we. I think Ponder is the overall. All right. All right. Christian Ponder, final A to Z. Ooh. Zach Bednar comes in with the Josh Freeman answer. I don't think he started nine games. Yeah, that's that's the problem. They, they must have played five quarterbacks uh, that year. We're going with Ponder? Yeah, Ponder. The correct answer? Sam Ponder's husband. All right. Christian Ponder. All right, so we got that right. So we're six and three. Last question before uh, our bonus question that Zach has for us. Wow. Um, This is a tough one. It is. How many different swimming strokes are used in major competitions. All right. <clears throat> Freestyle, butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke. That is a stroke. <laughs> I, uh... Four is boom, popped up four, a bunch of answers. You're not going to go with Louie, who's at seven? I can't come up with three others. I mean, I, I'm stuck at four, and everybody else has four. I thought there were more, but you, I, I don't You haven't. I don't think that there are any more. My first gut was there's got to be more than four, but you've you've said them. So I've, I've, I knocked it out. I mean, doggy paddle and uh, is not a part of this whole thing. That'd be funny, though. I think it's all backstroke, breaststroke, and butterfly. I think it's four because don't they have a relay with all four? You would think. I think they do. That's why I think I'm thinking of it. You want to lock it what in? Would, what would what would be the what would be the fifth? How many different swimming strokes are used in major competitions? Yeah, I would say the medley. The medley is where they do all four. So let's just go with four. Final well, A to Z. Sorry, final A to Z. The correct answer is. Four. 
Yes, I got it right. How about that? How about me and my seven and three? Seven and three. That's our score as of now. We can increase it by two points, which doesn't take away our losses. It just increases our wins. So it'll throw my math completely off. Okay. This is a pretty difficult question. And I think I could have gotten some of this if I would have been asked, but here's the question. There are currently four NBA teams that do not wear a third-party ad patch on their uniforms. Oh, my God. What four teams do not currently wear a third-party ad patch on their uniform? I love this question. When I saw it yesterday, I was like, and you, I was there. You were there when I saw saw it. Yeah, you almost asked me on the spot. Um, <clears throat> so you have to name the, that's why it's a bonus question, Cam, right? What kind of question is that? It's a bonus question. So here was my initial reaction. I think it's gotta be a smaller market team. This is bonus question guys. So this is not going to hurt us. It can only help us. So smaller market teams, I would think are less likely to have it, but we have, and Tyree says the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies are my first one, but the Grizzlies have FedEx. Do the Grizzlies have a FedEx thing? That's the issue. I cannot help on any of this. I am out because I asked the question. Louis just says the Nuggets, Suns, Bulls, and T Wolves. I mean, those. I like John Michael Presley's Pacers guess, but I don't like John Michael Presley right now. <laughs> so FedEx and the Grizz are out. I'll ask you again. There, what are the four NBA teams that do not wear a third-party ad patch on their uniform? <sighs> do the Celtics? I could see this. I mean, I hate that you can't. I'm like talking to people who can't talk back to me in the chat. Like, it's just really difficult. I, I know. I hate it too. I, cause I, again, I think I could have, uh, if uh, this was an actual question. Ooh, I love the Hornets. There's is Jordan. It's the Jersey logo and Jordan would not have, that would not count as third party. I think that's a really good one. Andrew Higginbottom. Fun name. Uh, so I think, all right, let's go with Hornets as one of them. People are saying the Celtics have one. The Thunder, the Warriors, I think, do have something. So I think the Thunder, Josh has the T-Wolves and the Hawks. I think the T-Wolves are good. So let's go, let's just go with those. Let's go with Hornets, Thunder, T-Wolves, Hawks. Final energy, whatever. Ooh. We should get one point per guess we get correct. No, that's not how this, that's point. not how bonus questions work. This is freaking you, I hard. Tried to, I tried to make it Actually, work. that is how a lot of bonus You're questions trying, do. But good. that's not how this bonus question works. That's how a lot of bonus questions Unfortunately, no bonus for you guys or for us, I would say. Uh, the correct answer, you did get one of them correct. That being the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh. 
You also could have gotten the Sacramento Kings, which is a smaller market. Yeah. Then you have the Houston Rockets that not, do not have it. Not a small market. Right. And then, surprisingly, the Milwaukee Bucks do not have well, it. Small market. So Milwaukee, Milwaukee's a small market. Three small markets and a big market. But the big market is the Houston Rockets, which is the worst team in the NBA. Right. Tough. All right, seven and three. Now I got to do math. Let's see what we're at. That is a hard, it was a hard bonus. Like, but I mean, you know, that bonuses are not supposed to be easy. I don't like how this is going, guys. We are 73.8%. 73.8. With how many, with two more left? Two weeks. Wow. We're going to have to get nine out of 10. We're going to have to get, we're going to have to get nine out of 10 next time to have an opportunity. We're, we're trying to get to 75%, right? Yeah. We got it. We have to go. If we go eight and two the next two weeks, we're good. Well, you know, we're getting over 75%. Well, okay, fair. So we have to, we have to get 17 of the next uh, 20. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, Goran Dragic killed us. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, thanks. Look, our guy from Twitch came in and was a, was a really strong player this week in trivia. Come back next Tuesday because we're going to yeah. need you. Next and Tuesday. he also came in with the Lakers answer late. On question number two, when we guessed the Celtics, really could have helped us. There was a lot of close calls. The Aaron Judge right out of the gates, a lot, a lot of tough ones this week. A lot of tough ones. All right, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow on Wednesday. The NFL schedule comes out tomorrow, so we'll talk some Titans tomorrow. Uh, but thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you later on. Adios.